Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today we're making salsa. I've made salsa lots of times and tried lots of different recipes, but this is a really good recipe. I finally got one that I really like. It's got a great flavor. It doesn't have a ton of things in it, so it's a very basic kind of a salsa, but it's just really a good flavorful salsa. Very simple to make. So uh, this is a good time of the year to make salsa, especially if you're in a, a part of the world where your garden is coming to an end. The great thing about salsa, though, is you can make it pretty much any time, especially this recipe, because you can almost always get these ingredients. Pretty, pretty basic what you're going to need. So here we go. You're going to need two cups of peeled and chopped tomatoes. And what the thing that you want to do here is use like a paste style tomato, like a Roma or a tomato that's very meaty and you want to peel them. Um, we've gone over this before in other recipes where you dip the tomato into very hot water, let it set in there for about a minute until the skin cracks, pull it up and just slip the skin right off of them. And that's the fastest way to get them off. After you get the skins off your tomato, it's the easiest thing to do is just have them and remove the seeds and remove anything that's liquid in there and then set them aside to chop up because that way your salsa doesn't have, first of all, it doesn't have a bunch of seeds in it, but secondly, it doesn't have a bunch of other liquid in it that just is going to make it runny. So if you get like probably eight to 10 nice Roma style tomatoes or paste style tomatoes and use those. That would be the best thing. But use whatever tomatoes you have. As long as you do them like that and seed them and drain the liquid out of them, it should work just fine. I've actually used Best Boys a few times and they it worked pretty well. They're just a regular tomato with a very small um, core. So it, they worked really well too. So like I said, whatever you have, but a paste tomato works best. So you need like about, on the smaller end, you'd need about eight to 10 tomatoes. On the large end, maybe like four to five, okay? You'll need one small chopped onion. You'll need about a half a cup of chopped bell pepper. It's nice to have a blend of like green and red. So if you just have green, that's fine. If you have green and red or just red, that's fine too. You'll need about a half a cup of that seeded and chopped. You'll need one jalapeno pepper, and you want to also seed and chop that and remove the membrane. You know, when you seed a jalapeno, first of all, wear gloves. Secondly, you want to not only remove the seeds from it, but you want to remove that white membrane also. So just one of those. You'll need two cloves of garlic, finely minced. And now for your spices, you'll need a half teaspoon of ground cumin, a half teaspoon of coarsely ground black pepper. Regular old table pepper works fine too, though, here. I don't want you to go get something special, but, you know, a half teaspoon of uh, black pepper. A half teaspoon of kosher salt. A fourth teaspoon and a light fourth teaspoon. This is a light fourth teaspoon of cilantro. You do not want to mound it up. Cilantro, I don't know. People have a love-hate relationship with cilantro. So if you love it, use more. If you don't, use less. It it can kind of make a soapy flavor for some people. But I found if you if you do use it, but just keep it minimal, it does add a nice flavor to it. So that fourth teaspoon is fine. 
you'll need one tablespoon of sugar. You'll need a fourth cup of apple cider vinegar. And you'll need one to two tablespoons of tomato paste. Um, I don't know if you know about the delightful tomato paste product that comes in a tube, but it's fantastic for thickening things like this. And this is just for, you know, it's it'll thicken it up a little bit. So you can use a little bit more if it seems very watery when you're cooking it. That's your basic ingredients. So what you want to do is put all of your prepared ingredients in a large heavy bottom pot and bring it to a boil. As soon as it hits boiling, you want to reduce it to simmer and simmer for 10 minutes and make sure you stir it pretty often because it, it, tomatoes are funny, especially, I don't know, when you, when you have tomatoes and sugar, you have something burning really fast. So <laughs> just, just keep it, keep an eye on it, stir it pretty often and let it simmer for a good 10 minutes. Once it's done that, you want to take it off the stove, let it cool and put it into a container, preferably a glass jar with a lid, like a large mouth glass jar or a large mouth, large mouth, <laughs> or a large, um, maybe like three to four cup bowl that has a snap on lid. This makes about three to four cups of salsa and it'll last in your refrigerator for a good long time. And it's just really good. Now I actually made it and canned it. You can can this in jars to uh, store. And what you would want to do if you wanted to make a nice batch of this is you would want to multiply the recipe that I just gave you by five. It would be five times more of each item on the list. So that would make you about eight to nine pints of salsa. But this size recipe right here is going to give you about three to four cups of salsa. It'll keep in your fridge for a good month or two. And it's just really tasty. We use it on all kinds of things. We really enjoy this, but I'm not kidding. This is the best tasting salsa recipe that I've ever run across. So if you have wanted to make your own salsa, it's something that you'd want to do. If you have things from your own garden, I would say try this recipe and I'm sure you'll like it. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mobile Mary Mac and Mary Mac Podcast, and on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.